with 9 a.m. on Christmas morning. Amen? Amen. So you come and share with us, and we'll have a blessing specially prepared for you on that day. Amen. Again, we're coming from Luke, the first chapter, and we'll be looking at verses 39 through 45. Now, the word of the Lord reads in Luke chapter 1, verse 39, from the English Standard Version. In those days, Mary arose and went with haste unto the hill country to a town in Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what is spoken to her from the Lord. Amen. And the word of the Lord is blessed. I want to talk to you for a few moments from the thought simply leap. Leap. And, and the underlying thought behind that is how do you respond when Jesus is in the room? How do you respond when Jesus is in the room? How do we acknowledge the presence or how should we acknowledge the presence of our Lord and Savior? What we find here in this particular part of the text is Elizabeth encountering her, her cousin Mary, and they are both pregnant. But now, to understand a little bit more, to give a little context to Elizabeth's story, you have to go back a few scriptures. Because the angel had spoken to Mary, and when he spoke to Mary, he told Mary that, 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 that your relative, Elizabeth, who was of an advanced age, even though she had been declared barren, even though they said she was not going to be able to bring forth a child, in her old age, she found herself pregnant. Why did she find herself pregnant? Well, you have to understand that things had to be arranged for Jesus because Jesus said that they, they said before Jesus comes, there had to be a voice crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. Before Jesus could come, there had to be a John the Baptist that was going to preach and speak of Jesus coming to foretell of not only Jesus coming, but to explain to people who he really is and what his purpose was for coming. So here he is, God divinely arranging the, the, the birth of a child, and he's in, allowing a woman who has been declared barren, a woman of advanced years, to become pregnant with a child so that he could, Jesus could have the rightful entry into this world, so that someone other than himself could declare who he was. So Elizabeth, uh, she's already excited. She's already happy because she's pregnant and she didn't think she'd be able to get pregnant. And uh, I, I may have a witness out there, but if you have ever been in that situation where you, you didn't think you would be able to bring forth, you didn't think you'd be able to do something, but then God miraculously arranged a situation that you couldn't have done by yourself. And you may not have been pregnant, man, but what I'm saying is you've been in a situation where God has miraculously arranged something that people said would not be able to happen. So here Elizabeth is already full. She's already happy. She's already excited because God has allowed in her advanced years for her to bring forth a son. 
And while she's pregnant, and it's interesting here in this particular text that, that it says that when she heard the greeting of Mary, when she heard that Mary was in the room, that Mary was entering her house, it said not only was she excited, because I told you she's already excited, but the baby on the inside just began to leap. And why did it leap at the voice of Mary? Because it understood that, that the presence of our Savior was about to come inside, about to come inside the room. So if the, the fetus can leap, then baby, uh, you can wave your hand. If the fetus can leap, you can, you, can, you can open your mouth and give him, I wish I were in here with me. If the fetus can recognize when, when Jesus is in the room that I, I need to move, I need to do something to acknowledge the presence of my Savior, even though I haven't been born yet. I have to let him know. I have to let the devil know. I have to let everybody know that my, my Savior is here. Somebody say, my Savior is here. You, you, you have to act different when, when your Savior is here. You, you have to respond different when, when your Savior is here. And that is exactly what John did in the womb. And I'm challenging somebody today. That's how we need to respond. Because our Savior is here. Somebody Savior is here. Respond. We respond differently when, when my Savior is here. And it, and, and it made me understand something is that Jesus has a tendency to make things around him get up. I want you to get that in your spirit. Jesus has a tendency to make things around him get up. Jesus has a tendency to, to elevate those things which are around him. It's hard to sit down. It's hard to remain. It's hard even to remain sick. It's hard to remain dead. It's hard to remain stagnant when you are around Jesus because Jesus has a history of making those things that we thought were gone. He has a tendency to make those things get up. Has a tendency to make those things leap. And I came to challenge somebody today because you have some things in your life that you consider dead. You have some things in your life that you consider have passed. Their time has passed. There, there's some things in your life that you don't think can be turned around. There's some situations that you have given up on. But I came to tell somebody this morning that your Savior is here. Point at your neighbor and say, your Savior is here. And because your, your Savior is here, that, that I, I, I'm declaring that those things that, that you had already declared dead, that, that Jesus has a tendency of making those things get back up. He, he has a tendency of awakening those things. In fact, when he went to the house of, of Jairus, we call him Jairus, when he went to Jairus' house, they, they said the girl is dead. There is no reason to go inside the room but Jesus said well I'm here I'm telling you that she's sleeping because what I'm saying is that I'm letting you understand that I'm telling you she's sleeping even though she's dead is because when I'm here the possibilities change I need somebody in here who, 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 who's feeling like you, you, you don't have any hope. You're feeling like you're in despair. You're feeling like there's no way out of your situation. I came to tell you the Savior is here. And when the Savior is here, your possibilities, I wish y'all were in here with me, your possibilities 
possibilities change. The possibilities change. Point at somebody and say, your possibilities are changing. Came to declare your possibilities are changing. What do I mean your possibilities? Because my possibilities often are limited by what your mind can conceive. That's possibilities. Our possibilities are often limited by what our mind can conceive. But, but can I read some scripture to you into your life and breathe some hope into your situation now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or think? Your possibilities are changing. What I, what I thought was impossible. Well, my, my dad, dad would say it this way, man's extremity is God's opportunity. When, when we're at the end of what we think is possible, that's when God gets started. That's why, why Jesus, was, God was trying to teach a lesson unto Paul when Paul was afflicted by the thorn in his flesh. Paul said, Lord, remove the thorn. But God said, no, my grace is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in weakness. It's when you start to give up. That's when you tag God in. I, Lord, I, that's why you wave your hand because I, I don't know what to do. But while you're raising your hand in despair, you're tagging God in. God, I can't do it anymore. I, I can't take it anymore. I, I don't see any way out of this situation. So I'm lifting my hand to tag you in, God, because I can't do this by myself. Can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it by myself. David felt in despair because he said, I look to the hills from which cometh my help. He said, because all my help. Somebody say, all my help. He said, all my help cometh from the Lord. I'm looking up because when I look around, I don't know what to do. When I look around, I see, I hear bad news. I, when I look around, I become more despondent. I, I, I become more in dismay when I look around. So David said, I'm going to stop looking around and I'm going to start looking up. I, I, I can't do it anymore. I, I don't even have to look at what's around me because I'm not trying to take control. I'm giving control over to God. Lord, it's your turn. Oh, somebody, I wish somebody, you, you said it in your spirit. I want you to say it with your voice. Say, Lord, it's your turn. Oh, it, it's, oh, it's your turn. I can't do it by myself. Lord, I need you to step in because when the Savior is here, my possibilities change. Point at somebody again and say, your possibilities are change. Possibilities are changing. God has, Jesus has a tendency to lift up those things which are around him. He has a tendency to bring hope into situations where there seems to be no hope. Uh, talk to me. The woman with the issue of blood had, had been dealing with that situation for 12 long years, but, but her hope got a little revamp, not because she saw Jesus, but because she heard Jesus was coming. I wish somebody would get that in your spirit. Even when you don't feel like he's in the room, I, I want you to know I, I'm telling somebody the Savior uh, is coming. Point at somebody and say the Savior is coming. She said, 
she didn't say I'm healed. She didn't say I see Jesus. She didn't even say I need Jesus' attention. She didn't even just say I need Jesus to touch me. But I heard he's coming and if I can just touch. He don't have to call my name. He doesn't have to know who I am. Oh, I wish I had help here. He doesn't have to come to my house. But I heard the Savior is coming. So I'm going to stop crying about my situation. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put my robe on. I'm going to leave this house. And I'm going to find where Jesus I wish I I'm going to find where Jesus is. And I need some of y'all to get up out of your bed. I need you to get dressed. I need you to leave your house. And I need you to find where, where Jesus is. She said, if I find where he is, if I can time. I haven't even touched him yet, but I'm lifted in my spirit because my possibilities how shall I change and I, I, I feel hope in my spirit. I, my attitude has changed. My expectation has been lifted. I feel energy in my body because the Savior. The Savior. Somebody point at your neighbor and say the Savior is coming. The Savior. The Savior. The Savior is coming. Let me tell you, I got one more thing and I got, I'm going to let you go. Jesus was on his way in between Galilee and Israel. And, and he walks into a city called Nain. And there was a widow there. The widow of Nain. You know what she'd done? She'd already had the funeral for her son. They'd already been at the church. Somebody had already preached the eulogy. Somebody had already, the, the weepers were all around. But then Jesus walks into the city of Nain. When he walks into the city, some people would say he's a little late because the funeral has already happened. But as he's walking in the city, he sees a funeral procession. Jesus was curious. He said, what's going on over here? He said, disciples, let's go check it out. Jesus goes over to the funeral procession and Jesus, he touches. He touches the beer. We call it the beer. He touches the casket. He touches the, 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 the little carrier that's holding the little boy. And as he's touching it, all of a sudden the boy sits up. Somebody say cancel the funeral. The Savior is here. The boy sat up. He said, where are y'all taking me? Where are we going? I, I, I want you to know that I'm still here. Don't, don't bury me right now because I'm still alive because the Savior has a tendency to make those things that are dead. He has a tendency to make those things get up. Somebody pointed somebody in here and say it ain't over. You 
thought it was over. Somebody declared it was over. Somebody did the math and told you it was over. Somebody showed you the scan and said it was over. The doctor showed you the prescription and said it was over. The loan officer said there's no way it's over. But I'm coming to tell you it ain't over. Because the Savior, the Savior, somebody say the Savior is coming. Everybody stand until you feel I got to tell you one more story though. I'm finished. Somebody say the Savior is coming. Jesus, oh shy. I'm trying to give you some hope this morning because somebody, somebody in here thinks some things are over in your life. You think some things are dead. I'm just trying to remind you of who Jesus is. Uh, there, was a, there was a boxer out there. He said people talked about him and said he didn't do anything. He, he put a song out and said, y'all must have forgot. Well, I came to tell you who Jesus is because y'all must have forgot. I'm just trying to run down his resume a little bit because somebody told him that his friend Lazarus was sick. And Jesus said, it's all right. We're going to hang out here a couple more days. And, and the disciples were confused. They said, uh, Jesus, uh, this sickness, we heard this is unto death. But Jesus is saying, no, it's so that the Lord can be glorified. Jesus arrives baby yeah, yeah he done missed everything he done missed the announcement he missed the obituary in the paper he missed the he missed the viewing of the body he missed the funeral he missed the eulogy he missed the burial and four days after he's been buried then Jesus shows up now some of y'all would have said now hold on Jesus this wasn't the time to be on CP time. Come on now. We needed you to be on time for this. This wasn't the time to hang around. He's been dead for four days. And Jesus said he can still arise. Martha said, well, we know he'll, he'll arise in the last day, in the resurrection. Jesus said, y'all must have forgot. Let me remind you. I am, I wish, I am the resurrection. I am the resurrection. Getting things up is what I do. Raising things from the dead is what I do. In fact, I'm through talking to y'all. Where did you bury him? Just show me where you buried him. Jesus said, roll the stone away. Not so I can get in, but so he can get out. <laughs> I'm not going in, but I, I need him to come out. And then I, he said, Lazarus. He called him by name. See, this is how my faith works. If his voice was just a little louder, that was, there was a Lazarus a county over that probably would have got up too. Y'all ain't hearing me in here. I'm talking about my Savior. I'm talking about Jesus. He said, Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus, he's all wrapped up. He's trying to wiggle his way out of these bed clothes. And he comes hopping 
When they says Lazarus come forth, I imagine there were some folks like, doesn't he understand he's dead? How can he hear him even if he tells him to come forth? That's why, that's why I said we say faith cometh by hearing by the word of God. Somehow, some way, I think Jesus activated his ears first. So he could hear him calling his name. And, and when he heard him calling his name, Lazarus had to get up because when Jesus calls your name. Oh, <laughs> When Jesus calls your name, Hezekiah Walker had a song that said he's still calling my name. People have taken me for dead. They've written me off. They said I wouldn't make him. They said it was over. They said we were beyond hope, that we didn't have a chance. But even in the middle of that, Jesus was yet calling. He was calling my name. I'm telling you, when the Savior comes, things have to get up. Your hope has to get up. Your possibilities have to change because the Savior is here. Somebody just lift your hands in this place and say, the Savior is here. The Savior is here. Whatever it is that was dead in my life, I'm proclaiming right now that Jesus can cause it to get back up. My finances, whatever, whatever I'm struggling with, whatever I'm dealing with, it has to get up because the Savior, the Savior, the Savior is here. Hallelujah, right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for sending your son. Lord, we thank you for the power that's in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your healing and your deliverance that you can bring forth just by being in the room. Lord, we just want to say thank you. Lord, thank you for changing our possibilities. Hallelujah. We were supposed to go to hell. Our actions had caused death to be our prescription and hell to be our destination. But Lord, you changed our possibilities. And for that, Lord, we just say thank you. Lord, you're still changing our possibilities. Lord, people have written us off, Lord, but we didn't write back because, Lord, you're still in the room. You can change our possibilities. You can turn that situation around and we're declaring by faith right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you're turning that thing around. You're breathing hope into that hopeless situation. Lord, you're breathing life into that situation that seemed dead. Lord, you're making us new all over again. And for that, Lord, we just say thank you. Thank you. Come on, put those hands together and give God some praise. Lord, we thank you. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We give you the praise. Hallelujah. Right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, put those hands together and give God some praise. For those of you who've been watching this virtually, we praise God and we pray that you'll live by hope until we shall see you again. I hope and pray that each of you were touched and inspired by our service today. If you wish to partner with us, you can do so by Giveify. Download the app on Apple Store or Google Play and search for Bright Temple. If you wish to partner with us on Cash App, just look for Bright Temple in the two line. And in the four line, tell us the purpose of your gift. If you would rather mail your gift, you can mail us at Bright Temple, Post Office Box 453, Shelbyville, Tennessee, 37162. 
Thanks in advance for your generosity, and we pray God's blessings on you and your gift.